Oh man, are we in the building for another one? What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, a new episode of your favorite interview, Black Men Podcast. You feel me? One of the best out here on these streets. The Black Men Win Podcast is back. I'm your host, Ty the Pie Guy. And listen, I want to thank, first of all, everybody that continues to watch, listen, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and subscribe or watch us you feel what i'm saying whether that be on youtube which we have to give a shout out to all of our subscribers that continue to subscribe to the channel <laughs> on that one thousand mark so I'm, I'm definitely um excited for that um we gotta hit a new goal now so um, i'm excited for it um definitely thankful for everybody that continues to listen to us via audio uh numbers are up uh 25 percent <laughs> That's because of y'all, man. Um, y'all continuously love us, love on us, and love on this podcast. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, today we got a great interview for y'all. Um, I'm excited for this interview. Um, actor, you feel me? New York-based actor. And uh, my personal barber, you feel me? My new personal barber, you feel what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, aunties and uncles, put your hands together. For the one and only, Mr. Ron G in the building. Oh, he's right here. Uh-oh, what, what? Can, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hear, bro. Uh, shit. Uh-oh. Let me, I'm going to go out, come back in. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. He going he gonna to come back in, guys. He's going <laughs> to... All right, let's let's see if we got him back. Can we? Do we got your back? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We good. We good. All we right, good. we we got him back. Give him one more round of applause, Mr. Ron G. Ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Ron G., how are you, sir? What, what is, oh wow, we got this going. The, the applause is going for you, my guy. The applause is going for you. They went up. Wow. They went up. He's a cat dad. You feel me? This is <laughs> my guy Oreo right here, man. No hey, man, joke, he, man. <laughs> he don't look like nah, he want to be nah. on camera, man. You feel me? Nah, he a star. He just he get a little camera shy, but we're gonna get him in there. We're gonna we're gonna get ease him in there. What's right? his name? Oreo. Oreo. Okay, so that's Oreo. What's up, Oreo? Yeah, sir. What up? What up? What up? How you doing out there? How everybody doing out oh, there? Oh yeah, you know? he gotta he gotta be on the next kibbles and bits commercial. You, you feel me? Yeah, feel me? we out here, but I'm gonna put him down. All right, peace out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Ron, I'm excited for this one. Um, before we get into everything, uh, learn more about you and who you are. Um, let the people know a little bit um about you and introduce yourself. Well, um, like like you said, my name is Ron G. Um, I'm an aspiring actor um director uh behind the scenes i do audio and video i'm also a master barber so i would consider myself like a jack of all trades i feel like in this day and age that we live in you must be multifaceted you must have multiple skills and different you know avenues to be successful um my main passion is the performing arts though i believe i was put on this earth to create to tell my story and uh, my particular um avenue for telling my stories would have to be acting and um you know some public speaking and even as as being a barber i'm able to connect with some of my clients and and 
just build with them and, and talk to them about their story. So I feel like I'm here as a storyteller. Um, and I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. Wow. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about the, the, the beginning years of Ron G. What, what did that look like growing up in New York? Oh man. Um, the beginning was very, very, uh, interesting. Cause I didn't know I had, um, a desire for the arts until maybe 15 or 16 years old. Prior to that, I was just, I was what you could consider a loner, lone wolf. I kind of mm -hmm. moved at my own beat, did my own thing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I was introduced to like this performing arts program at around 14, 15, 16. Mm -hmm. And I did my first performance. I did James Brown. I had the wig on. Wow. I had the tape. You know, I did all the fainting and oh, all that. Oh, oh, the oh, Got what? back up, fell to the ground. Got back up. It was it was dope. And they say they say it's it's called getting the acting bug. Right. After that performance, I feel like I was bit by the acting bug. And I was like, you know what? This is it. This is what I want to do in my life. And um, from that point on, it was just navigating it because there's no clear route there's no clear path to having success you mm -hmm. kind of got to get creative and and try to figure out different ways so um it wasn't until maybe 21 22 that i actually started taking it serious prior to that i did go to college um, my mom had a desire for me to go to school and to go to college and get a degree so i think i kind of did it for her just to kind of please her but throughout the whole four years i knew it was something that i did not want to do i did not want to go into you know data entry Right. <laughs> did you did, now during that now during that time of those four years? Did you ever kind of practice or work on your craft and any of that? In that absolutely, that I, I never stopped. That's how. It, as soon as I graduated, I knew that's what I wanted to do because right. I was doing. Um, I started taking acting class in the city because mm. I knew I needed like you know a teacher. I needed to continue to learn because you know if you stop learning and other people are working, they're going to pass you. So my mindset was never stop, never stop working. So. Right. I had, a, I had a teacher and I would do off-Broadway plays at this place called Producers Club. I don't know if I can give them like a shout out or whatever. No, absolutely. Yeah, so it's called Producers Club in Manhattan. And right. it's like a great venue for like, you know, new writers and new directors to put on plays. And we would do stuff there. And it just kept my fire burning. Mm -hmm. and I graduated and I said, you know what? Yeah, I know what I want to do. And I signed up for my first acting class. And from that point on, you know, the rest was history. But then I realized, I was like, okay, for me to do this, I need to have some kind of income because I'm not going to be super rich right off the rip. Right off the rip, right. Right? So I sat there and I did my research and I said, okay, most actors in this profession, either they're waiters or they do some kind of job where they can come and go as they please. Right. And I had no desire to be a waiter, a bartender, anything like that. Right. So it was funny Whenever I would go look for a job, I would go get a haircut. Because for me, when you look good, you feel good, right? right so absolutely. I go in there, I get laced up. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to take on the world. And the guy that cut my hair, I just so happened to ask him. I said, well, you know, do you have, do you know anybody hiring? Because we all know in communities, barbershops are like the hub, right? It's absolutely. like information absolutely. flows, it comes, it goes, and everything. It's, it's a great place to network. So right. I asked him, and he was like, well, no, but, you know, I'm hiring right now. This, this next chair next to me, if you want to learn how to cut hair. And without even hesitating, I said yes. And I came back the next day, and I was there for six years straight. Wow. I had no aspirations prior to that to doing it. It wasn't my plan. But it all worked out because it provided me means for income right. and a way for me to you know pursue my career. Because I can get a call at any given moment, listen, we need you to come to the city for an audition. If I had a client, I can cut their hair. I could tell my other clients, listen, man. and and. 
what was cool is that I would always talk to my clients about what I was trying to do in my life. So when it came to something like that, they were always cool with it. Go ahead, Ronji, go do it. We believe in you, right? We'll be here when you get back. So that made it even more better that I have a I have a place to make money, I have people encouraging me, and then I have the freedom to kind of go and please and pursue those dreams. So, you know, I've been doing that for the last few years, and that's that's currently where I'm at now. Still cutting your hair, still pursuing my dream, man. Going for it. So you would say that you've been in in the in the barber world and acting world for about what about 10 plus uh more than that more i've been cutting that? Hair, i've been cutting hair now for like 15 years mm -hmm. and i've been acting since i was in the sixth grade but seriously um since i graduated college so i'm so probably take, like so in a sense you can say I, like you said, in a way, this was meant for you. Um, but it, but I don't think, and I think you said it already. I don't think the passion was hair. It wasn't barber, right? It wasn't the it wasn't the barber, barber type thing. But it was that opportunity that said, "Hey, if you want to make some money, because this is my dream." All right. Well, this is a way for your dream to still be a reality and make money the way you want to make it. So take me through a little bit of the the ebbs and flows of of being an actor. <laughs> right? Like I think going to these I think especially and I I need you to talk to the kids. You feel me? Especially the yeah. ones that are in the business right now who are looking to be in the business who are right now in high school or getting into college and having that same dream that ron g had you feel what yeah. i'm saying wanting to act can you let them know or even let us know just just us period some of the ebbs and flows that you had to go through um and maybe still go through right now as an actor well, okay, yeah, absolutely. And I was going to say that I'm still currently going through some of these ebbs and flows. Right. So people always ask me, you know, are you afraid to speak in public? Mm. Or don't you ever get nervous being in front of people? And I always say, and this is what I would advise to anyone who has an aspiration to be an actor or any kid that, you know, this is their dream. It has to be something that you honestly love. I've never, ever, ever been afraid to be in front of a group of people. I've never been afraid to do public speaking. And that's when I knew it was my path because I, I wasn't afraid. Mm -hmm. It was more so about learning how to navigate technique, right? Wow. Now, finding an acting coach, finding a particular mm -hmm. style that I like, that gravitates towards me and right. kind of beating the pavement, right? right? And it's really about consistency. Like you have to be able to enjoy the process. Absolutely. And that's literally with everything. If the process is daunting for you, if the process process is uncomfortable, you probably don't really want it. And it's probably something you shouldn't be doing because when it's something that you really love, the process is exciting. Right. Right. It, it, wake, it wakes you up in the morning. It's times I get up at six o'clock in the morning because I'm dreaming about being on a Broadway show. I'm right. dreaming about, you know, walking through, you know, a gate and I have a, you know, my, my dream role has always been to play a ninja right <laughs> <laughs> i can see you as a ninja bro <laughs> like like i always wanted to ah, right? I always my, my joint right so like i <laughs> i have like these dreams where i'm all, man, all black and i got the you know the, the blade out and all that right yep, and then yep. what happens is, is like 
if you talk to some of the greats like Kobe Bryant or anybody that succeeded in anything, right? Before they actually do it in real life, they manifest it up here. They see the beginning, the middle, and the end. Right. Right. So then when you wake up and now you're navigating in the real world, you're just kind of following a roadmap that you already set for yourself, right? You right. have to visualize every single thing. I was actually listening to, to G Herbo earlier on uh, um, the Drink Champs uh, podcast, right? Mm -hmm. And he was saying how he always knew this is where he was going to be. Mm -hmm. He said he manifested it. He, he In his mind, he visualized it 24-7. And all he did was kind of follow his roadmap. So for anybody that's trying to inspire for acting, singing, dancing, right. anything of that nature, love the process, that right? Understand that you have to kind of get used to hearing no. Like no needs to kind of become a common thing from you to the point where when you hear it, it don't even affect you anymore. Because the first mm -hmm. time you hear no, it's going to be like, oh, damn, right? Am I good enough, right? But that's just an obstacle. It's, it want, the universe wants to see if you are strong enough. Right. So then that second no, it hurts a little bit less, but it's like, all right, whatever. No, By the time you get to that third and fourth no, you like, okay, <laughs> you laughing it off because right. you mentally prepared. And then when you hit a yes, it's so much more fulfilling because you 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 know gotten used to hearing no so much that this is the universe saying, okay, you have arrived, right? You went through your ebbs and flows, you've paid your dues, right? You've you went here, you went there, and you had no success, but now is your time, mm. right? But you can never get to that point if you don't enjoy the process. Right. If you're not OK with hearing those, mm -hmm. if, if you're not OK with understanding that it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Mm. And a lot of people don't really understand that. Right. They want to be famous overnight. Right. And and most of the people who are famous and most of the people who have success, there's a calmness about them. Right. There's almost a, a, a very peaceful thing about them. And it's because they went through so many ups and downs and they've arrived at they, they, they're not really surprised by anything anymore, right. right? They've had roles fail. They've had TV shows fail. They've had things fail, and then they get back up. Mm -hmm. and when you get back up, you're stronger, but you also never forget what happened prior to that, right? right. So right. I think it's like any other profession. The ebbs and flows are part of the process, and if you aren't ready to tackle those, and if you're not okay with that part of it, you probably should reevaluate, you know, if this if this is really what you want to do. So for kids, I love kid actors and I love kid singers because as we get older, we have a lot of bad habits that we acquire, right? Kids don't have any bad habits, right? Like if you talk to a kid, they'll tell you exactly how they feel just like that. Right. Right. And that's actually the most important quality that you can have as a performer because when they get on stage, they don't have bad habits and they don't have life experiences kind of like hindering them from being who they truly are. They can just go and be natural and just have fun. So my best piece of advice is, you know, try to approach it the way a kid would approach it. You know, have fun, be present, and and, and enjoy every moment. I like that. Yeah. I think that's simple. I think simple. it's that simple. I think, I think, I believe, I agree with everything that you just said. And, and not just on an acting standpoint, um, more so on just a life standpoint, right? Yeah. You got to enjoy the process of life. You got to enjoy the process of whatever that you're doing and know that if you chose this road, you got to go through it. You got to go through it. It's not going to be all I tell people all the time, bro. Going through podcasting is not just putting on a mic, putting on a microphone, plugging it into your computer and that's it. I'm like it is it's not that. It's just like every other thing that's out here. You got to put some W-O-R-K into that thing. In order for it to be successful, it's 
it's no different from acting. It's no different from mu- musicianship. It's no different from anything that is a if you're if especially if you're doing this on an independent thing. You gotta put in the work. Hell, you gotta put in twice the work, three times the work. Exactly. Right. And as Ron said, you still get enough. <laughs> you right. still get enough. And you have to be okay with that. You got to be okay with that. You got to be okay <laughs> with the no. Because like Ron said, it's going to hurt the first time. It's going to suck the first time. And I yeah. understood. When you said that, I was like, man, I was thinking about I was over here like, man, all the no's I done heard. Right. All the no's I've heard. Like, I've built and I've damn near built an impenetrable force around myself with the nose. I'm like, huh, huh, huh. Right, exactly. Now you can just like, no, all right, bam, no, bam. bam, bam. bam. I hear you, Because ah, 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 ah. Exactly. like you said, now it, it, it comes second nature. It's just like, yep. you know what? I've 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 been doing this so long. I've been in proper, my profession for so long where the nose is just like, all right, I know y'all see me anyway. I know you see me anyway. <laughs> right, I know exactly. you see me doing my thing. So it's exactly. all good. It's all good. It's all good. Ron, take me through some of, if any, some of the the the. Take me through the positive, of of being a barber and an actor in that sense, because you 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 kind of alluded to it in the beginning, right? Like, you being a barber allows you to make connections with individuals that you don't come across often, right? So that could be another actor. You don't know. Y'all just sitting here having a chat, and you like, oh, I act. You act. Oh, snap. Would you? You a director? Oh, like, I feel like barbers such as yourself who really have that aspir, who have another dream, right? Use that in in the in the most beneficial and positive ways. So, if any, have you made connections? You ain't gotta say no name. But have you made any connections just through being a barber? Um, yeah. So I believe uh, having a network is very, very, very important. Absolutely. And sometimes it takes a while for you to realize that a lot of people who have success, um, they're fortunate enough to have a support group around them, a network around them that allows them to have certain doors open for them. Right. right? But if you don't, it's very, very important that you establish a network. And for me, it felt like manifest destiny because the barber became, I mean, the barbershop became the perfect networking, networking hub, right? Like just by being present and by enjoying cutting hair and by being in my space and in my, my comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, people gravitate towards me. And then, you know, you start having conversations with people and you realize like, yo, we can help each other. So right. like, for instance, um, the, the the shop that I work in, the owner, he used to, he's an old cat, right? But he used to cut hair. Yeah, he cut hair for a while, right? So mm-hmm. he was he actually was one of the barbers that used to cut heavy D hair. He used to cut Pete Rock hair, right? So his barbershop kind of became known for like, you know, your local celebrities. Right. So, you know, unbeknownst to me, you know, I really didn't care about that. My whole, my whole reason for being there was cutting hair, you know, making money and pursuing my dream. But, you know, what would happen is that some of his old affiliates would come in and you know they were here that i'm acting and they're like listen man i got an opportunity for you so i've met um uh jb smooth oh right? JB, JB smooth comes smooth, in the bar man. he comes in the barbershop all the time right so he right. And, and the owner are like this right when he comes to the city he gets a haircut you know and we was able to network and i was able to get some advice from him some crucial advice that allowed me to navigate certain aspects of the business right we will hope that 
we can get more, but I feel like we get what we're supposed to get from from whoever individuals decide to to bless us with their knowledge. Right. And you know, he was able to give me some stuff, and and then he was able to link me up with his daughter, who I guess does you know does his management and things of that nature. So right. that was just one network that that came out of it. Then I actually met a individual who works on um Tyler Perry um productions. Nice. Once again, um, not much have has come from it yet. But the fact that I'm meeting these individuals and the fact that I'm making these connections, right, are important because he was like, listen, man, you know, in this time of day, you know, New York is really cool, but Atlanta is popping, you know, as far as like certain productions. And he was like, listen, man, if you can get yourself down to Atlanta. That was about to be my next question for you. Yeah. As, 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 as much as you've been in acting 15 years plus, yeah. would it would it be a a a would it be a thought for you to or has it been a thought for you to move to um an LA or an Atlanta you know some of these bigger i guess movie cities right um not saying new york is not right cuz it it it's the mecca period right but as he said would it have you ever thought about that in the in that process have you given I, it thought? Absolutely. I think success is about being creative. Right. And if you're in an area where you're not getting much opportunity, you kind of got to get creative and figure out how you can get the most exposure. Absolutely. And, and Atlanta right now is offering a lot of exposure for, for all the productions and things that have moved down there, right? Right. But I always, I've always like battled with, because I'm in New York, right? And, and all the opportunities are here, right? They always say, if you can make it in New York, you can make you it You can anywhere. make it anywhere, right. And Absolutely. my goal was to kind of conquer New York first and then branch out. Right. Well, I didn't realize it was going to take me so long to conquer New York because it's so much, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey, New York is a lot to conquer, bro. Let me know. True. But see, the thing about it is like, for my mindset is this, you know, it, this is eat or be eaten in New York, right? So right. I wanted to establish my my hunger first before I branched out. Right. So I've been in New York for a while and I've auditioned, I've auditioned for a bunch of stuff and, and I've done some things, right? But I'm realizing it's about being creative, right? It's about figuring out your niche and that opportunity because mm -hmm. all you need is one. And the one can come from, it can come from anywhere. It can come from LA. New York, uh, 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 Atlanta, it can come from anywhere. It's just one yes that can open the door. So recently, after speaking to this individual, I'm like, yo, all right, you know, just get, just get creative. I got family in Atlanta, right? So mm -hmm. I came up with this whole, well, maybe I'll take like a six-month hi hiatus, right? And I'll go down there with family and I'll crazy audition, mm -hmm. right? And then come back. So now let me work on both angles. And I, I think that's probably where I'm going to move to moving forward. I'm still going to go, you know, crazy in New York. I have some stuff coming up um, in the next few months that I think is going to be very promising mm -hmm. for me and my acting career. But I'm realizing you have to get creative. You can't just have one lane. If it don't work, you just you just stay there hoping that it's going to work one day because it's not like that. You got to get very creative, think outside the box and go, OK, let me let me let me do this. So the next creative thing I'm doing is going to be traveling back to Atlanta, going crazy auditioning down there because I. I'm amazing. I have, I'm, I have the ultimate confidence in myself. I feel like whatever I step well, into, I'm, I mean, well, I've I've seen some of your acting. You feel me? Work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, Listen, you I've relate. seen some of your acting work. You're you're good. You're you're dope. You understand what I'm saying? I've you feel me? I've seen. And I've listen when you when you talk about the creativeness of it. Like, um, I've seen how you have gotten creative on your social media channel. Right. Right. In in really, you know. 
and really just doing auditions without auditioning, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, doing having those tapes ready, just you know, having them, but also putting them out there so people can see them. So, um, take me through some of the projects that you've already done so far. And uh, maybe give us one that you got coming up if you can or whatever. Can we get a sneak peek or whatever? I mean, uh, projects coming up right now. For me, it, I kind of put a pause on the projects and I kind of focused on the network building. Right. Right. Because, I, because I've been operating on my own for a long time. Right. Gotcha. But it's certain... In certain positions and certain roles, you can't even get without an agent or a manager because right. you're seen as being as professional, right? And I don't have an agent or a manager yet. So my goal was, okay, I have projects under my belt. Let me pause that and let me focus on networking. Let me do some classes, right? Let me do some showcases. Let me right. do some 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 um you know monologue competitions. Let me get myself out there. Let me do some independent um indie films that go to film festivals because that's another way to get management right, right? so right. that's my focus right now but i mean some of the stuff i've done recently i did um like a, they have this spinoff of the discovery channels called discovery channel ie yeah and they do like uh reenactments of like you know current stories or stories that happened previously so i was on there recently i did something called um uh, playboy murders yep. which was like a story about uh, you know, who have to in the Playboy Mansion because there was a lot of crazy stuff that used to go on back then when, yeah. when that thing was at the height. Um, and then uh, recently, um, I have a web series called Miseducation, and it was really, really dope. We actually just did the premiere last month of the first two episodes. And yeah, I was looking at a couple clips of that. That was lit. I like yeah, that. Man. And that was a long process because, you know, COVID happened. It started before COVID. And right, right. Things had to be paused. And then, you know, what happens that when people come back, maybe actors now have other obligations or yep. they're, they're yep. not really committed to that project anymore. So they kind of venture off. So now you have to recast. But I stuck with it because the writer and the director, I really believed in him. Gotcha. The dude, his vision was so cool. And we're actually resuming right now. We we have up to eight episodes called Miss Education. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be coming out on one of these platforms. He hasn't really told me which one yet. That's not really my concern. My concern is getting the material out there, being the best version of myself and right. just delivering. Um, but yeah, that's probably um, one of my one of my most fa favorite uh, performances. I, I do stage also. And yeah, I haven't done stage in a while, but stage is really cool too because it mm -hmm. teaches you how to, how to stay prepared. They always say the best actors do stage every now and then just to right. kind of like they they, they tool sharpen so yeah i have i've had a few things but right now it's just the networking i understand that you have to have a network you have to have an agent you have to have a manager because you could be as good as you want but if you can't get to the door and through the door to show your skills it doesn't really matter if you train 24 hours a day right you have to have people that believe in you also Absolutely. so right now it's about management it's about hitting the pavement doing classes meeting casting directors meeting um you know, agents, um, talent managers, and um, just you know, giving them my 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 um, my my previous stuff, and just you know, networking and seeing you know that's the goal right now. Absolutely, I see that. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, uh, Ron, what does I ask all my interviewees? Uh, what does black men win mean to you? Off the dome, when you hear that phrase, uh, what does black men win mean to you? When I hear black men win. I, I think of excellence, right? I think of 
consistency. I think of relentlessness. I think of a never die attitude. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I picture a man waking up every morning, having a routine every single day of strengthening his mind, his body, his soul, and continuing that routine so that he is protected. I, I see a man going out every day and, and giving 120%. I see someone that will not give up until they win. I right. see that. And, and for me, it's powerful. Um, and I, I feel like we have a lot of, you know, uh, black and brown young boys coming up yes. that need to understand that winning is, is, is hard, but it's very doable Thank and it's much. very, it's very possible, but it takes a different mentality. You can't be like everybody else if you want to succeed, right? You, if you have, a, you can, if you have a bunch of friends and they go on left, right, you have to, you, you might need to distance yourself from them and not completely, but if they're your real friends, they're going to understand that you have a passion, right? right. You have to, you have to be different because people who win, they're not like everybody else. Right. There is something about them that is unique. There's something about them that 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 shines. And if you want that, you have to understand that and be okay with that. And understand that it might be lonely at some points, mm. right? But people who win. Man, when they get when they win, they okay with that because now Thanks. they can they can do whatever they want, right? They, they might have been lonely in the beginning, right? Like in the barbershop, we talked to a lot of OGs, right? And they always say, "Well, you're gonna sacrifice now, you're gonna sacrifice later, but you're gonna sacrifice." You're gonna sacrifice, right? Yeah. So what I like to tell my young men, you know, sacrifice now, right? Because you rather sacrifice now, so that when you get twenty in your twenties and you've had success, you can really live. I think a lot of people don't live, right? We kind of like exist for a series of years mm-hmm. and then when we get mm-hmm. 50 or 60 and you know some some people retire some people you know do whatever now they mm-hmm. want to live but you've wasted some of your most precious years so sacrifice now so that you can live for longer you can experience life so that's what black oh that's what it means to me it's just relentlessness never giving up having a routine sticking to it having discipline and understanding that you have to be different to win yes in sir. today's society yes, you have to sir. <laughs> man first of all i want to say thank you to ron g for coming on the show um you already know baby you already know. <laughs> listen after how long i've been in new york city now uh about four four years coming up on four years i've told y'all countless of times how some of these new york barbers have fucked up my head it took me three and a half years to finally find a great barber you feel me who know what he doing and um, oh, see, and 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 he know he doing so much that the camera went black, but that's okay. Oh. But <laughs> but listen, I thank Ron G for coming on. Um, I thank him for coming on the show. Um, we getting him back real quick. I want him to uh, uh, let him know where you can follow him. Let let the people know where they can follow you and everything, Ron, and uh, where they can, uh, where people can get in contact with you. For sure. Listen, guys, I want to apologize. Next time, I'm going to have a way better setup. We ain't going to have no interruptions because this is the first of many installments. Um, We're going to be building because I I feel like this work is important. But I'm located in uh, Mount Vernon, New York. Um, You can actually find me on Booksy under Super Clean Cuts. You can book me at any given time. Come in. Chop it up with me. Yes, build. Because in addition to cutting hair, I love building with people. I love creating relationships. And if I can help you with something, I will absolutely help you. And vice versa. One hand scratches another, right? So, you know, super clean cuts, booksy, located in Mount Vernon, New York. Holla at your boy.
You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. That, that, and that's a stamp of approval from your boy. You will not be disappointed. Ryan, I appreciate you, my boy. I will see you probably this weekend. So uh, I'll hit you up later on now. All right, man. The dress looking fresh, man. Yeah, Once you yeah, come yeah. In, I'm, I got to get I'm him together. Really, you know what I'm saying? My I got to bring you the light. Bring you back to life, baby. All that right there. Got to give me. Got to give me fresh, man. Thank you, Ron, for coming on. And um, to everybody else that um has uh watched this and listened to this we appreciate y'all so much i thank y'all so much uh be sure to like comment subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast you know what i'm saying apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon or you can listen to our podcast right on our website at epicechopro.com that is epicechopro.com we got the ticker right down at the bottom so you can check out our website right there you can check out this show and all of my other shows that are on our website right now and um Again, thank you to all of our YouTube subscribers, man. Again, since January, the love has been loving. Y'all been telling a friend to tell a friend. I appreciate y'all. Again, whether you listen to this podcast or watch this podcast or others on our network, the Epic Echo community has been building. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all so much. And um, we'll be back for another one, all right? Because this has been another one. Y'all be good. Stay easy, be breezy, and we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace.